Before we get into this episode of the Bears and Chiefs preseason game, uh, I just want to let you know um, to download the free Anchor app if you're looking to start a podcast. Uh, personally, I struggled to find a good, reliable website to do do podcasts with until I came across Anchor thanks to the referral of another podcast. Um, as I mentioned, this app is free and it takes about five seconds to sign up and it's actually, it's really easy to use. Um, so yeah, just go and download the free anchor app on the app store today. And, uh, they will also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcasts, and so much more that we do not have the time to list. All right. Thanks for listening to this ad. Uh, Go download Anchor and enjoy the episode. Welcome to a recording that should have been done like 30 minutes ago, but unfortunately I fell asleep and then I woke back up. And then I realized, oh shoot, we were supposed to record and now we're back. Yeah, that's the long thing to say. So today we're covering uh, Saturday's preseason game and then... The Roquan Smith saga uh, continues again, again. Yeah, so um, just some uh, early notes uh, by 3 p.m. Tuesday, um, which is probably going to be, that deadline's probably going to be passed by the time this episode comes out. Um, rosters are supposed to be cut from 90 to 85. And, so uh, Bears fans, pick your favorite undrafted free agent and start to riot. Demontre Tuggle. <laughs> no! Yeah, incoming Demontre Tuggle riot. Um, but uh, essentially, we already cut Carson Taylor, who apparently was supposed to be like, oh yeah, this guy's going to win a roster spot, and then he's like our first cut. Yeah, and uh, guess who's back? Yeah, John Alexander is apparently John back. John Alexander is back. Apparently he's back, so that means we have to cut five more players. I think it'll be Kevin Shaw, uh, <laughs> Rice and Sean, Demontre Tuggle, <laughs> and uh, oh, there's got to be two more. Who played bad? I would like to say in Simba, but I've had, or I guess his name is actually Simba. I keep calling him in Simba. I, I think. Dad Are you eating? <laughs> Are you eating? I I have not eaten all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds like that one like Zoom meme where the guy's like eating a bag of chips like insanely loudly. No, it's it's uh it's an ice cream bar, which is not the most nutritious dinner. But you got to do what you got to do when you can't use the microwave at eleven or so on. And by it's midnight. This is later yeah, than midnight. It's midnight. Good lord. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> it's, later, it's later than the other two recordings. There are a couple <laughs> podcasters that I know that record at 3 a.m., but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Wait, so do they stay up late or get up early for that? Because that, that seems. Hmm. They stay up late because they get up at like 11. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I never like get up past like 10 30. Like, that's, that's kind of my peak for sleeping in, low key. I asked White Sox City because we because a few hours ago we recorded a baseball our last baseball one and I asked him if he wanted to come back on later for this one and uh, he said he had school tomorrow. L. Apparently he had school today too. So I don't start till Thursday. 
I start Friday. Don't ask why I go back Friday. It's such a weird thing. I know. Why do they always schedule it like the middle of the week? I think uh, the reason I'm going back Friday is because with my school, it's a private school. So, like, we do a fundraiser. And uh, oh. if we get if we reach uh, our $50,000 goal, which normally we do, we get the two, like we get the Tuesday off before Thanksgiving. So, we get four days off that week. Yeah, I don't know anyone. I'm starting Thursday. I'm a public school, so. Yeah. Public school used to be all five days, and now it's uh three. Apparently, like for the that. apparently for like the largest donor or something like that for my school fundraiser, you get free tickets to a Bears game, which is probably in the nosebleeds, and it would probably cost less to buy the tickets online than actually like. <laughs> well, actually, this is and this is Soldier Field they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's let's cover this uh, preseason game here. Yeah, so I was at this game and uh, it was a pain. It was painful to get there. We won't talk about what, how long it took to get there, just because of how, of of the traffic and all that stuff going to Soldier Field. Yet another reason they need to move to Arlington Heights. Please, just get out of there. And uh, oh yeah, the <laughs> we don't have to spend too much time, but the field conditions were. Uh, reported on. Yeah. And uh, future Bear, JT Treader, called it a disgrace, so he's definitely signing here. For sure, for sure. Um, so let's uh, start with some, like, winners and losers, I guess. Uh, Braxton Jones was actually solid, but uh, for some reason we only put him, like, five snaps. Um, Fields looked pretty good for what he had really he didn't really have uh he had seven attempts four for seven and i believe 10 rushing yards yeah i think at the end of that slide we won't talk about that you won't talk Uh, about that yeah no he looked i one thing that definitely looked improved was his kind of like tight window accuracy Um, sharp with that sideline catch yeah, Tajay Sharp. And he did throw Mooney open a bit, like, in order to make that catch. I, I feel like I I could see a bit of a difference in how fast he's getting the ball out, but it's with stuff like that, it's kind of hard to, like, a bit hard to recognize in real time. Um, He's looking for the check down a lot more, too, which I liked as well, because he, he did – that's one of his flaws last year. He did take a lot of deep shots, like, unnecessary deep shots, but – yeah. Although, like to be fair, most of those were uh, like with under two minutes left down by two scores, trying to do something. That's true. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, Mahomes diced up our defense in his one drive, going sixty yards and a touchdown to Blake Bell, who nobody knows. And uh, weirdly, it was up the middle, which is usually where a linebacker plays. And uh, we'll actually get to a linebacker who actually performed well yesterday. Or not yesterday, Jesus Christ. By the time, actually, right now, it's about to turn into... Three days ago. Three days ago. It's currently two days ago. And in just about, like, 30 seconds, it's going to turn into three days ago. Anyways, so, yeah. Um, now we're about... We're two days away from the next game in Seattle. Is right now, actually. Milos um, uh, Jones is expected to play, finally. Good. Kyler Gordon's also back. Kendall Vildor is back. 
How funny would it be if Phil Dorr just out of nowhere delivered like an amazing cornerback season? I was told coming out of college he was the best college, he was the best defensive back you didn't know about. He is he is not that. He's not him. But yeah, no. If, um, if he had the greatest like cornerback season of all time, our uh, our podcast would be uh, bankrupt. Oh yeah, we can start making advertisements now. I don't know if I'll make advertisements or not. Depends. Depends on how much money I get in my next paycheck. They still have not paid me. I, I should probably figure that out. But um, I won't even talk about. I I work two dollars. Two jobs. I won't even talk about the one job. It's uh, I don't even talk about it. Anyways, uh, second quarter. Uh, Shane Buscelli uh scored a touchdown on us. Um, he actually was like looking fine. Um, then incoming Jaquan Brisker. Well, Brisker had dominated the whole game when even when Chad I Chad the. Chiefs played Chad Henney for like one drive too. Like, how important is Chad Henney that you only need to play him for one drive? Franchise cornerstone, Chad Henney. So shit, and then in comes Dustin Crum. <laughs> Dustin Crum, who is this? Like, I'm sitting at Soldier Field and I'm like looking around because they don't announce when a new quarterback or new guys are in the game, right? So. And, like, they have Bichelle's stats up. And then, like, this random guy that nobody's ever heard of before comes up, and it's like, who is this? And then he, like, and then he runs, like, 10 yards, which is, like, somehow the Chiefs' the longest rusher at that point, up to that point. And it's, like, Dustin Crum. Like, who is this man? <laughs> but, yeah, Dustin Crum came in. And then Jaquan Brisker displayed one of the most impressive, like, defensive sequences I've seen from a Chicago Bear in, honestly, quite a while. So he, um... Had a hit on Sky Moore, then a TFL, and then a pass breakup all in one drive. And like I'm pretty sure that was on back to back to back plays. Yeah, he forced his own three and out pretty much, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, Bears football is back when they go three and out on their for on the first drive of the game and then give up a touchdown on the next drive. <laughs> Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jaquan Brisker basically forced his own three and out by like himself. By playing edge rusher, uh, cornerback, and linebacker all in like three different plays. Um, sure would help to have an inside linebacker that isn't a crybaby. And I was we'll talking about I was talking about this with my dad earlier. We'll get to the well, actually, no, we'll hold off this for a second. We'll finish up the game. So uh, Daz Newsome first ha- first half of the game, Daz Newsome had absolutely zero dog in him, and he looked like he was going to be cut. And then he just came out of nowhere in the second half to catch a touchdown pass. Actually, the first touchdown was from Tristan Ebner. Uh, yeah, Ebner went uh, six. Oh, Ebner had a very, yeah, very good Six carries, well. 31 yards. Clue uh, Herbert did not really impress at a couple of drops. Apparently, it was on the jugs machine for 45 minutes before practice today, which is insane. Anyway, so, so Ebner get, catches that. Uh, Jack Sanborn, uh, who <laughs> might... If Roquan does get traded, he might be the guy. Uh, he uh he came in with I think the third team or yeah third team defense, got an interception, got like another TFL, played great. It was a toss up for Brisker and Sanborn for player of the game, but by the by the time uh the game had ended, the followers had voted Brisker, but 
I later checked on it, and it was actually sand porn in the end that everyone voted on. But it's like too late. You should have been there within the fire. All the time. But yeah, the Sandman had a good game. Um, I think he he'll make the team. This one guy. I, no, I I think he's probably. I probably I believe he'd like make the team during training camp. But yeah, this just kind of solidified it. I think uh I think I saw somewhere he's with this he was with the second team now. Oh yeah, Tevin Jenkins actually had a pretty solid game as well. Um, yeah, I I think Jenkins is kind of a developmental piece for us. I think yeah. Reef a start. They tried they tried him out at right guard today in practice. <clears throat> Apparently, he did pretty well. But, yeah, I feel like they're going to kind of try everything with Jenkins, see where he fits best, and just kind of use him there and kind of work his way in slowly through the throughout the year. Oh, yeah, Carlos Santos also hit a field goal to give us the lead. Uh, this comes after a force fumble from uh, Mike Pennell. If you guys remember, Jeremiah Tachi was released from this man. Um, yeah, uh Local Bears trivia question, Mike Pennell. Um <laughs> There was a, there was like three Chiefs fans like sitting in front of us. They were all like kids and then the and then like the one kid's mom was a Bears fan. Well she's a 49ers fan and then followed and then followed like somebody here to the Bears or something like that. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Anyways, um yeah, so the kid had a uh, shirt on it, and on the back it was like the Chiefs Super Bowl, and it was like players on like the Chiefs team, and Mike Pennell was on that was on that team, and I like, and I looked out and I saw it, and I'm like, Bears legend Mike Pennell is he playing today? <laughs> I also spotted Vilas Jones and Justin Fields on the sideline talking, which means they're automatically going for 1,000 yards. Oh yeah, nope, easily. Oh, yeah, and then Santa set a field goal in the second half. Other notable performers, uh, Trevor Simeon had a good game. We're not going to reveal his new nickname here, but it's that's not PG-13. Um. <laughs> My dad asked why we called him that, and I'm like, it just fits with his name. Don't even question it. <laughs> Nathan Peterman almost got picked off. But he had, a, he had the stiff arm of the year. Um. Yeah, he had a good run. Uh, in terms of rushing, our top rusher was Preston Ebner. Six carries, thirty-one yards. Um, Khalil Herbert and uh, Darrington Evans both went seven carries, twenty yards. Newsom had a nice end around. Fields had that one play where he slid. Equinemius St. Brown barely played, but he got the end around. Oh, and Demontre Douglas. <laughs> He's gone. I guarantee you. Bears hero Devontre <laughs> Tuggle. Devontre Tuggle is like if Ryan Nall never found that dude. <laughs> oh god, no. Yeah, no. Devontre Tuggle is just Ryan Nall. If Ryan Nall never had that dirt. <laughs> Ryan Nall. Why am I laughing at this shit? It's like midnight now, so. I'm gonna forget the stupidest shit now. <laughs> we got. All right, who else? All right, yeah, Taji Sharp, the Darnell Mooney. Oh yeah, let's go. Let, gutsy play call by Luke Getzey to go for the uh, fourth and two, throw a deep ball to Dante Pettis for 25 yards, and then the next play, Daz Newsom gets open for a touchdown. Yeah. Nope. Actually. 
And you see, uh, Matt Nagy would have punted it on fourth and inches, which, by the way, he did. <laughs> That's not oh, an yes. exaggeration. Yeah. Speaking of punters, Trenton Gill. Oh, my God. Trenton Gill is, is Jesus. Jesus. He is punt Jesus. He's actually good. But, yeah, my cut predictions now, since we, I guess we're signed, we signed John Alexander, uh, so we have to cut five. Um, hmm. I think for this week it'll be um, Kevin Shaw because, like, he, he's, a, he's a training camp legend, honestly, Kevin Shaw. Not training camp, uh, OTA legend. Um, Chris Finky, I think. Oh, no, Fink. Fink Fink made an eighteen yard catch. I think he survives another week. Uh, let's see. Rice and John. Rice and John. Um. Demontre Tuggle. No. <laughs> I swear, every year Bears fans pick like one practice squad guy and like will die on that hill. <laughs> Remember Rodney Adams. Yeah, somebody compared Tajay Sharp to Rodney Adams. Oh no, it was Eric Lambert. So, oh no. <laughs> um, Bo <laughs> Yeah, best name award, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't think he'll make a roster. He didn't. Um, he didn't uh, have a good tackling game. Neither did Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, I, he might. He could be gone too. And then one more guy. It's probably some, like, random offensive lineman. Don't we have a backup punter? No, we already cut that, man. Uh, do we have – we cut our backup long snapper. Um, yeah, because Pat Scales is just goaded. Did we cut our backup kicker? Uh, What was his name? Don't remember. Probably gone. Did we even have a backup kicker? I feel like we did for a little bit. Um, I thought we did. Uh, I thought we, like – what happened, to Ryan Willis? what? what happened to Ryan Willis? Uh, oh yeah, he was cut like earlier in the off season. Okay, he's not an option. Um, I was hoping he would get into that Seahawks game, Ryan Willis. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? I'm taking a look at the roster right now. Let's see. Probably a D tackle. I feel like we have a few like. A lot of practice squad D tackles. I know. I think Peterman's probably going to be on the practice squad. Uh, Peterman's not leaving. We need a QB three. Oh um, my god! It's Simba Webster. Yeah. He needs to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll go with Simba. Sure. I don't think he'll be gone yet, but I think he'll be gone later. Doug Kramer had a horrible game. But but Doug Kramer pool noodle. Sorry, Jake Tongs. You have the same birthday as me, but, like, you're gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jake Tongs are gone. Oh. <laughs> we have an actual... I think Tristan Ebner, Ebner low-key, might have just ended a few careers, which is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Gene DeLance. He never played. And uh, Trevon Coley got two sacks. And Michael Dutredway got a sack. And uh, Dominique Robertson, like, fast... <laughs> You go fast. Also, uh, Kyrus Tonga was playing with the starters. Tonga. Tonga. How's Tonga, Tonga already 26? Tonga. 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 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Gates apparently had a good game. I didn't really notice him much. Then again, I couldn't really see who else is out there. Remember Sam Kamara? Is he still with us? <laughs> he is. I don't know. If Caleb Johnson goes, we go with him and his hot girlfriend. Shufflers <laughs> <laughs> made a comment the other day on a story. We don't need to bring it up. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. We're moving on. So, oh, how Tre- about Saint Omni? Um, Travis Gibson brought a stormbreaker axe to uh, the game. <laughs> oh yeah, Travis Gibson Thor. Devonte Harris. Who is this man? <laughs> You could be, yeah, no, there, there's a few candidates. Um, there's a bunch of defensive backs that we don't need. Jason Stanley might go because he got injured last week. We still have D-Virgin? No, D-Virgin is gone. No! And <laughs> hey, we do have Elijah Hicks, though. Uh, Hicks stays. He's a, he's a draft pick. Mm-hmm. And he's enthusiastic. That would be sad to see. Yeah, it would be set. Dude, Michael Joseph's been on this team forever. Michael Joseph and DeAndre Houston. He hasn't actually played in an NFL game, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for reference, I just want to bring this up. Um, DHC has outlived Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Prince Amukamara, Kyle Fuller, um, Mitch Trubisky, Tariq Cohen. I, I can keep going. It's honestly quite ridiculous. Um, the fact that this front office still resigned him, like he he brings he, special teams value, and he had and he had a, he was a decent safety last year too when he played. Yeah, he was, but hopefully there's no chance. But he has the potential to live Roquan outlive Roquan Smith. I don't know how. I don't know why. DHC the immortal, but don't let's, have fun with it. That's a great. That's a great um, transition into Saint Omni. Oh, boy. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we could uh, smack a few first-round picks out of some teams here because we got our tampering thing. Yeah, so uh, I, I think last time we kind of brought it up, I think because, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that long ago, um, we brought it up. So, if, if we didn't, well, then here's just a quick recap. So, Roquan requested a trade about a week ago. Um, uh. Yeah, so we're going to request a, twi- a trade. This is just a full timeline. Contracts, polls comes out. Apparently, the Bears have offered him $19 million a year, which is like a good deal, according to other well, NFL sources. The contract sources. was pretty backloaded, which is why Roquan did not take it. No, um, I have a different – I there's a different reason why I think Roquan didn't take it, and somebody brought it up. What uh, is it? I'll bring it up in a second. And then I'm just giving the whole time real quick. And then some a, pair, a few days ago, it came out that some dude was calling on behalf of Roquan. And um, today, uh, the NFL sent a memo not to um, interact with these tampering things. And then I was listening at the 670s of score uh, when I was driving. And uh, essentially, um, one of the guys on the show, I think, I think it's Parker and Spiegel. I don't know. I can't exactly remember who, what show it was. But... Um, one guy is essentially was sent to track down the dude who's named Saint Omni. This is the dude that is apparently calling teams on behalf of Roquan Smith. And with that, uh, he does not he's not a licensed NFL agent, which is why 
he can't call on teams. So essentially he works at some place that like is it's a very mysterious place. He's a mysterious man. That's what we know. Because when the dude contacted the place, the assistant to one of the guys who apparently also had a weird name, I can't even remember it, but the assistant to that to like the head person confirmed that Saint Omni worked for the company but was never in the office and never in the same place twice. Which is <laughs> try th- try reading all that. <laughs> so in other case, a uh, contract holdout has turned into a Scooby Doo mystery. Um, <laughs> who is Saint Omni? <laughs> I think we I think we all know uh, the man who's pulling the strings. Yeah, uh, Pie and Race. Um, no, I think his name is Nat Maggie. Nat um, Maggie, yeah, that could be a tip. I mean, there was a reports no. that a, a certain oh. bald. There was a reports that a certain bald man in red and yellow uh, colors uh, hugged Roquan after the game on Saturday and said something to his ear, in which Roquan nodded, like with a smile, with a smirk on his face. Aww. I think you all know which. Bo- I think you all know which bald man we're talking about here. It's the only bald man that ruined our lives for four years. Uh Yeah. So, um, we currently have a intriguing situation here. Who is Saint Omni? And also, um, the theory that I have as to why Roquan didn't take the deal is like. My dad brought it up like, yeah, if it's backloaded, they could cut him like at three years into the deal and he'd lose out of money. I don't think it's super backloaded. I think the way it's backloaded, it's helped. It's like kind of how like the salary cap keeps rising. So like it's kind of going according to the salary cap. So it kind of maintains like because if if the so like if a contract is 19 million straight up for all five years, right? Let's just say Brooklyn signs a five year, 19 million, etc. If it's just straight up, then the value of that contract, like the money he's making relative to the cap goes down. Whereas if it's slightly backloaded, so that's relative with how the cap grows, it'll like go up. I don't know. Or it will stay stable. I don't know that try and follow that. It, I don't think it's like a deal where Brooklyn's making like five million, like 20 million, like the last year. Or 25 mil. I think the reason, though, and this is why I think he, this is, I don't think it's because of the backload that he's holding out. The Bears have apparently put in a clause that protects them if Roquan has off the field issues, and this is what's the holdup. Oh, boy. Roquan does not want that clause. is Is it the thing I think that you're, you're suggesting here? I'm, I we won't talk about. Uh, I think okay. I think I know the, why they. Which the is TikTok, not the TikTok thing. I don't think it's about the TikTok thing. I think the thing with Roquan is just the fact that he, like, th- like he disappeared in 2019 for one week. I mean, it seems like he's had some off the field like troubles, like cry, boat. Ba- cry baby, boat, boat <laughs> incident. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't necessarily think he did anything wrong there. Every Um, time he goes on a boat, he comes back harder, better, faster, stronger. 
Um, I think the thing is, I think the Bears are worried about like, or you could you could think of it, you could think it's like this because we don't know we haven't really seen Ryan Poles give out like an extension to anybody yet, like a big contract to anybody. I mean, the biggest contract I think he's given out was like Lucas Patrick. I think it was supposed to be Larry, but. He never signed. Yeah, it was gonna be Larry, but he never signed. So this, so you could easily just in any contract just put a clause saying just avoid off the field issues and you're good. And any any normal player would take that deal. Roquan, on the other hand, apparently has a problem with having a clause about off the field issues, which if you can't agree to not have any off the field issues. I don't know what you're doing. Like that's such a simple contract that will cause all you have to sign. All you have to sign is just say, "I will play. I will focus and play football. Just do that. You don't cause yourself trouble. Don't try and like say, "Oh, they're not negotiating good faith," because you don't want to be restricted into what you like, so that you can like. Getting like trouble and stuff. Like, come on! Like, you got you. You can't not sign a contract because of of an off the field issue clause. That's true. Yeah, and I don't. And I don't think this is about the TikTok incident. We won't get into that. I think that might play a part in it, though. Like, you can't really ignore it. Like, I I don't care how. Like truth if you're Ryan Poles you have to take that seriously like it's just a matter of like for your team's safety like yeah. you understand like, yeah like I think the thing with it though is, is nothing really ever came of it like the person yeah. the person who made it it kind of, like their whole account just seemed like like it it seems suspicious but like again if you're a general manager you have to take like everything like very seriously and like analyze yeah. that and it's it's it i do think that played a part in i don't think it's all of it but it it, it played a part yeah it's probably um because somebody brought this up because i because people probably heard about the the Fernando test he's being suspended but they essentially said what somebody said about that situation is that um when he was is they thought he wasn't ever injured. He was just suspended because of the whole like drugs thing. What I think could have happened with Roquan is he could have been like when he was on pup, he could have been suspended for like some reason, like from doing the team, and that's why they had them on p on pup, or it was just a reason to uh, keep him quiet about the contract. But we don't know. I don't know. It's just weird how this whole thing has spiraled so out of control. Like this past week, it's like it was all at first. It was all about just negotiations. Um, it's all okay. It's just it's like it seemed like just like two weeks ago. It's like okay, Roquan's in a contract year. They're probably working on an extension. Shouldn't be too much. Should be somewhere between like six, like fifteen, twenty mil a year, right? Well. Now this is whole turned turned into a whole thing where we're trying to track down who the hell Saint Omnia is. It's it's been a weird weird off season. It's I mean, 
mostly this has been the entire offseason, just Roquan Smith news. And yeah, if I'm being a little honest, I'm kind of sick of it, dude. I just want a definitive answer here. It's well, and then teams won't give up a lot for him, honestly. No, they won't. They're not going to give up. I, I'm, I'm going to be real here. I don't think we're going to get a first out of Roquan. I really don't. Yeah, I think Schefter said that they're going to be. It's going to be hard to find a team that can for. And like with Roquan, is that really the best move for you? Because who says they'll extend you to what you want? Like as much as I love Roquan, and don't get me wrong, he is the best player on this team without a doubt in my mind. Well, we'll see how the players think if Robert Quinn might be better. By the way, top one hundred NFL top one hundred. David Montgomery sits comes into the for the first time at ninety eight. That was kind of surprising. Roquan That's at eighty four. Yeah, but I I don't think that a middle linebacker is going to get a lot of value in the market. Yeah. It's not like, especially currently with the wide receiver inflation, that's been like going ridiculous. And it obviously offensive bias. I mean, it's just, it is what it is, dude. Dispensive players aren't getting traded like what they used to. We're not going to get a clear deal out of this yet. Like, no. Um, what was I going to say? And even if Roquan does agree to an extension, who knows if he'll be ready by week one. That's the thing. It, this has gone on for about, what, a month and a half now? Yeah. He literally modeled yeah. orange kit or the or- orange jersey and uh, and then dipped. <laughs> yeah, like- pretty much. Like... July 24th, they unveiled the orange jerseys with Roquan. And uh, one week ago, uh, it wasn't really accurate, let me see. And then literally the next day, it was reported that he was not going to report to training camp because of the contract. Yeah, no, it's it's been going on for exactly about a month now. And it's just, there's... It's yeah. been... It's kind of exhausting at this point. Just get this over with. Eh. I think we lost him. It appears we lost shufflers, unfortunately. All right, we're back. And, uh, yep. We sound more energized, although it's literally like 24 hours after the first one. <laughs> uh, we kind of, uh, it kind of cut out on, um, it cut out on shufflers and I, and then we decided we were just too tired to continue. And uh, yeah, since since the roster cut deadline was today, we can, I guess, run. we decided to hold off on that. And just wait. I don't even remember what we were talking about when we cut out. Well, I do not either, but... I think we went over the Chiefs game, and I think we start, We were discussing St. Omni. Right, right. It's Matt, it's Matt Nagy. That's all we got to say. Matt Nagy hugged Roquan. 
and said something in his ear. And Roquan nodded with a smirk on his face, apparently. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to some roster moves today. Um, so uh, I had on my story, I predicted um, – so first of all, before I made these predictions, here are a couple moves. Rice and John was waived. I think we all knew that was coming. Um, he was literally practicing with the ones the other day and is now gone. <laughs> why, yeah, he was was pra- a- why he was practicing with the ones, we have no idea. I forgot we had, like, what was his name? Uh, James O'Shaughnessy and I think Ryan Griffin or whatever his name is. I can't remember his name. Yeah. He was signed along with... Uh, What's his name? The one dude, Tavon Young. Uh, yeah, Ryan Griffin. He, I forgot we had him. <laughs> anyway, so Rice and John is gone. Noah Dawkins is gone. I remember people were like, "Oh, this is a good. This is a sneaky good pickup for the Bears." And then he just like did not play well. And then we signed Corey Dublin, and then and then officially John Alexander resigned. Though we knew this yesterday. So, um, I, uh, after this, I made a couple predictions on who I thought was going to get cut. Um, you still there? Or you just being quiet? Yeah, no, I'm still there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, hear any, like, kind of feedback. I'm like, has, like, has he cut out again? So, the four players I said would get cut were Demontre Tuggle, Kevin Shaw, Jane Hans, and Bo Peakies. Wait, does Tuggle live another day? Tuggle, Tuggle lives another day. <laughs> yes! Bear Station, we're safe. Don't watch your Tuggle. <laughs> Do not worry, Bears Nation. Demontre Tuggle is still here. I guarantee you he's gone by next Tuesday unless we like have injuries, which is actually why the, next, why the four guys are gone that are. So, anyways, um, Eberflus pulled out his no time table to return stuff again, which is becoming like anything, anything's on the table at this point. Um, yeah, so essentially what he said is uh, Doug Kramer had a lower leg injury and there's no time table to return. And then Brad Biggs came out and said, oh, yeah, Doug Kramer has a Liz Frank or whatever you – however you pronounce that injury, which is season ending. So, Frank, so Kramer went to IR. So, that's one of the moves. So now he doesn't like have to like worry about getting cut, and we don't have to like do all that. But he can be he'll be back next year. It's probably why he didn't play as well on uh, Sunday than he should have. Yeah, should have taken starting job over musty over musty for. He is very musty. <laughs> and the other three were uh, Michael Joseph is finally gone. I think we brought him up like like five times the last three podcasts about how he's still here and now he's gone. Oh yeah, no, that's uh. That's karma for us. Um, He's gone due to an injury. I remember seeing him limp off the field. And uh, I guess Paul's like, oh, yep, you have a little boo-boo. Goodbye. <laughs> Jason Stanley, another defensive back, left the game. I, I don't think it was as serious. I don't. I didn't see anywhere what it what an injury he suffered. But, uh, yeah, he it was like a leg or something like that, and he left the game, and now he's gone. And then Javen White apparently tore his ACL, so he's gone. Is he on injury reserve or did we release him? We released those three. Uh. I think it's just because he was on like a one year contract. Yeah. Yeah. Know that. 
So, yeah, uh, we're about to go into the Seahawks game. And uh, Demontre Tuggle, Kevin Shaw, Gene DeLance, and Bo Pete Keys are all live another day. Demontre Tuggle. <laughs> the tugboat. <laughs> There's something about Demontre Tuggle. Long live the tugboat. He tuggles too much. <laughs> What what is it? <laughs> and he wasn't really even good on Sunday. Like he had like... nope tugboat tugboat season. <laughs> you think the Montre Tuggle is taking David Montgomery's job? Tugboat season, baby. I will say this. I think DeMontre Tuggles is involved my next Tuesday. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> we have we have the option of either keeping a, a, a Twitch streamer or DeMontre Tuggle. Who's the Twitch streamer? <laughs> Darrington Evans. Oh. Tugboat season. There's actually a lot. Of, there's actually more people that know Darrington Evans for for his Twitch stream than, his, he actually, than the fact that he actually plays football. <laughs> Any other news or let's see. Uh there was something else. Oh yeah, Roquan's going to Seattle. Oh yeah, Roquan will be traveling with us. For some reason. Like he, does he want out? Does St. Omni want to get him somewhere? Sean Watson actually sucks now. Like it's not even like it's not even like uh the whole thing. He literally like sucks now. He's well, when you don't play for a year that that's yeah. bound to happen. I mean Carson Taylor's gone, so I think we already talked about that. OTA legend Carson Taylor. <laughs> He's like John Fayette Johnson. Do you guys remember John Fayette Johnson? Justice for John Fayette Johnson. <laughs> I was so hyped about John Bennett Johnson. I'm like, oh my god, this dude's gonna win a roster spot. Like, he's having such a good OTA. Like, Justin Fields, number one target, all that, blah blah blah. He's gonna win out spots, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like, doesn't even play like preseason. I'm like, where isn't this dude supposed to be good? And then he's cut after like the second game or something like that. And I'm like, well, okay, I thought he was supposed to be good, and then he just never played. Well, uh, yeah, Bears fans, um, do not. Uh, look, it's not healthy to buy into these preseason legends. Demontre Tuggle. You... Yeah, you will get your heart broken. Um... There, there is one preseason legend that you can that you can buy into Bears fans, and his name is John Alexander. He is back. He better make the roster. If if Bo Pete Keys makes the roster and over Jamar, or not Jamar. Uh, John Alexander. <laughs> Bo Peakies. <laughs> why do we have so much? Why does our team have, like, all these random names? Lamar like, Jackson. <laughs> Darrington Evans. Nathan Peterman. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. 
Like even That's last year we had D Virgin. Rip. Rice and John. Chris Fink. Oh, uh, the Fink man. Kevin Shaw. <laughs> Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius, bro. <laughs> what a it's name. Simba, it's Simba Webster. <laughs> I think his name is actually Simba, but I'm just going to call him in, in Simba. Because I think that's how... I thought that was how you're supposed to pronounce it. Uh, Tristan Ebner. Nah, let's... Tristan. I, it, I thought it would be like Tristan, but it's Tristan. Like, I've never heard anybody named Tristan before. It's it's mildly normal compared to... Darrington. Kari Blasting Game. That's like that's the most fullback name ever. Kari Blasting Game. I feel like that's just the most fullback. Like the fullback would always have like this random name. Kari Blasting Game. Yeah. Demontre Tuggle. The Tugboat. <laughs> um, who on our offensive line has a weird name? Braxton. <laughs> Jake Tongs. Jake Tongs. <laughs> Mustafer, what is Olin Krutzy and Mustafer like? He's he's so bad. I don't what know. Is... I think I I'm at this point I'm convinced he's his long lost son because there's no. Jatari Carter, he actually looked pretty good. Uh, we never brought this up, but Jatari Carter actually looked pretty good in his uh preseason. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if, like, he makes the roster along with uh, Zachary Thomas. That would be a – because those two – So, because Jatai Carter, uh, sneaky old line pickup, I I looked at him and I'm like, oh, this could be a really good pickup late in the draft. And we – and so we'll see how he plays. If Lashavius Simmons makes the roster over Jatai Carter and Zach Thomas – Right. Who is this Corey Dublin? I guarantee you he's gone by t- by Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we signed him. Okay, good. You played one game. Goodbye. Your dream is over. <laughs> Corey Dublin. <laughs> Just call him into the office and like, your dream is over. It- it's over. That's horrible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, like, don't, like, it's not like, okay, we're going to wave you another team. Like, you, you just be like, Okay, <laughs> okay, your dream is over. No team is picking you up. Goodbye. Get lost. <laughs> Angelo Blackson is still on this team. I think he's going to get a starting role, if I'm being pretty honest. He's had some, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, on one of his ex-lover's stories, she's been uh, essentially flaming him. Or something. Oh, I, I, need don't to... I need to look at this. Um, it was like uh kind of like saying like he right like he left like hit a kid or something like that. Oh, like he dip he dipped and isn't like paying or something. Uh, he had two and a half sacks last year. I remember like he had like a good game against Minnesota at the end of the and, season. Uh, in- interception as well, I believe. Yeah. 
I completely forgot that Mario Edwards, uh, like, it's like, oh, Mario Edwards, he had a surprising year, uh, four sacks, and then, uh, Ryan Pace decided to give him a three-year extension in which he only had eight tackles. Is he still on the team? Yeah. Super Mario Edwards? Super Mario is still here. <laughs> Do not look up Mario Edwards Hotel. <laughs> as a man who as a man who accidentally looked it up. Don't do it. <laughs> other other random names, Al Qadim Muhammad. It's Al Qaeda Muhammad. Or is it yeah, I think that was Kadeen. Kadeen? I have no idea. Al Kadeen. I think it's Al Kadeen. Yeah, Al Kadeen sounds right. Who is Trevon Coley and why did he have two sacks in the I don't game? know, but I think he stays. Uh, I, He'll he survive. Was, yeah, it's got to be Al Kadeen. I'm hung up on this for some reason. I think it's Al Kadeen, yeah. Coley will survive past the next two games and that will determine if he gets a roster spot. I think or Muhammad G- might. G- I don't know. Long. Muhammad could start, okay. I think he will start. Honestly, he. Um, no, I think he'll be like kind of. I think he'll like like kind of rotate in and out. Like when Quinn and Gibson need rest, I think it'll be Quinn and Gibson as the starters, and I think Muhammad's like the first choice rotating. Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna be first off the bench. But... And then uh, Robinson can also get a couple reps in there. Dominique Robinson. I think what they'll do with Robert Robinson is like what they did with Travis this first season. Is he's probably gonna be like inactive most games, and like yeah. fill in because. Uh, He's gonna be more of like a project guy, right? And they and they don't really want to like lose him because he showed that he is pretty fast. Like he is, at, he has like no business playing linebacker, but he is. Yeah, Dominique Robinson go fast. Micah do Treadway. This dude had the winning sack last time. Or not the winning sack? He had the game clinching sack against the Chiefs. Yep. And Crumb. Like what? What is that last name? Crumb. Crumb. <laughs> like, what are all these random last names? Like, like these random players, these random like backup players have like random as last names. Dane Kruikshank. Dane Kruikshank. Kruikshank. Uh. Oh, I forgot we signed Dan Krugshank. Yeah, I don't think he played. Not Trent, but Trenton. That just shows he's such a he's a, a Chad. His name isn't Trent. His name is Trenton. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Trenton Gill after successfully sticking 200 grams kilos of ketamine into the Chicagoland area. <laughs> oh, that was that was not something you were supposed to dig up. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, <laughs> I just saw that like reposted after game day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
the random drug test is coming, shuffler. <laughs> Trenton Gill passes. No, Trenton Gill <laughs> tests positive for every, all of them. Doesn't he get suspended because he's such a Chad? <laughs> no, he does not test positive for PEDs because he doesn't need those. But everything else. Why is Simple Webster on this team? I do not know. Stats. 2019, he had five games. How could the Rams let this man be their return guy? Who's our current starting returner? It was supposed to be Daz, but Daz fumbled. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ebner. I think Ebner's. It's either Ebner or um, Herbert as kick return. Actually, they might put. uh, They might put Darrington at kick return. They also had Eddie Jackson like kind of testing out his part return because he part because he was the return man at Alabama. Though I think that's why he broke like. Broke his leg, and that's why he dropped so far. Right. Bears legend Tyrone Wheatley was waived from the Raiders today. No. (laughs) (laughs) What about that one guy, Arlington Hambright? Where is he right now? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where in the world is Arlington Hambright? That one game. That one game in 2020 against the Titans. All, uh, what's his name? I completely forgot who was, uh, what, 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 what's his name? Hold on, hold on a second. He's, he was like the old commentator. Uh, what's his name? Um... Once I see his name, I'll. I'm looking through it. Once I see it, I'll. Um, he's. I'll just. I'll. I'll know it. Oh, I think he's actually gone now. Hmm. Uh, what's his name? He was an old guy. I remember that. No, Gus Johnson is not with Fox anymore for NFL games. Oh man, it's just it. They have him listen under former. This man, Dick Stockton. That, that I think that's his name. I think that's who it was. Yeah, that's who it was. Dick Stockton. He uh, essentially that game against the Titans in 2020. He called it a makeshift offensive line. And uh, yeah. he's he wasn't wrong. It was uh, bad. You know what's bad when Arlington Hambright be starting. Arlington Hambright's on the Patriots. Okay, thank God our boy uh, Arlington has a, has a spot in this league. That's all I care about. I think uh, so. Tyron Wheatley got waived, right? Right. Here come the Dirty Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Pace on his way to sign Tyrone Wheatley Jr. 
to an eight-year, ninety million deal. I guarantee you, the only two teams that would be willing to pay Roquan as like ninety million plus are the Bears and the Falcons, just for the fact that Ryan Pace needs his former Bears. Well, Ryan Pace would pay him nine hundred million a year. Yeah. All right, you want to start wrapping this up? I don't think that there's, uh, there's anything. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess we could kind of preview the um, Seahawks game a little bit. Um, so the game is on Thursday, which is actually uh, in two days. Well, actually almost tomorrow. Oh, in, in about... Uh, in 24 hours and 12 minutes, I will be making my game day post. I I try to do it at at midnight every day, and somehow somebody always beats me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you want, oh sorry. If you want, if you want to go see the game, uh, if you're in Seattle, uh, tickets are as low as twenty dollars. Uh, if you want to go see the game in Cleveland, they're as low as five dollars. Yeah. Um. It, Matt Eberflus said starters should get around six to ten reps, which means we'll get uh, Justin Fields getting the most underwhelming play designs for six reps because I, I don't mind. That's just the best way. Yep. We can't have anything exciting. Um, yeah. Who wants to pay $140 to take it just to go see the Bears get swallowed by the Packers on, on December 4th? Oh, me. Me. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. You know it's going to be a horrible Christmas Eve? Oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! That's gonna suck. <laughs> that would be the game that the Bears pull some bullshit and actually win that. <laughs> that would be incredible. But that would be, that would be that's like the Bears are gonna lose to like like the Lions, Falcons, Jets, and then out of nowhere they're gonna beat the Bills by like one, and it's gonna be like Whoa, what? <laughs> Bears win Christmas. <laughs> Is that not gonna lie, that Christmas day, not gonna lie, that Christmas day podcast would be so lit. Honestly. Oh yeah, if I'm available, yeah, Christmas day podcast. If we are available, we can do the Christmas day podcast. And if we win, it's gonna be even better. But if we lose, it's gonna be a really dark Christmas. No, we're gonna be crying into our money that we received, our gifts, <laughs> crying into our uh, jerseys that we received to add to our collection. Devin Hester white, Devin Hester away jersey, Devin Hester away jersey, Devin Hester. Is that the jersey you're gonna get? Uh, okay. So I was debating Matt Forte or Devin Hester for this. Let's Christmas. uh, let's actually, for fun, let's discuss our jersey collection. All right, mine's pretty slim. Um, I have so mine. A, I have a Mac jersey. Um, I have an orange Fields jersey, and then my favorite is my uh, our current throwback Walter Payton jersey. Reminder that Eli Apple getting burned is the reason why neither of us have a Joe Burrow jersey right now. Oh, yes. Yep. We would both be having a Joe Burrow jersey and eating our words. But uh, Eli yeah. Apple saved us. Thank you, Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my jersey collection seems like it's a little bigger. Um, first, I would like to start. I do not have it anymore. But like during that 2018 season, when I was actually smaller... And when I was actually younger, even past that, um, I had a jersey. It was the throwback where, like, the numbers and, like, the uh, player names, it was, like, all orange. You know those jerseys? Yep. 
uh that i had a brandon marshall jersey of that but that's too small now and it's with my cousin now so like keep the tradition in line keep the bears damn in line I'll, i might steal it back from him when he gets bigger <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyways the jerseys i have now i have a um two home jerseys and then one white jersey and then uh Actually, the two other jerseys, which I'll get to in a second. So, anyways, the two home, I got a Mitch Trubisky jersey uh, for Christmas of 2018, and thinking that he was going to be the next big thing, I wore it, and then uh, I wore it for the playoff game, and uh, yeah, I threw it. I threw that jersey in anger after he threw that interception against the Falcons, and then we came back and won the game. Like I had, I at the time I had. Uh, because I didn't have any of my – that was the only jersey I had at the time. And I had either that or a bear shirt, which I had gotten a couple months prior, back uh, at the end of the 19th season. And I had, I decided after Trubisky's interception and, full, and I see Foles on the visor, I'm like, I throw the jersey, go up to my room, grab that shirt, put it on, and Nick Foles leads us on a comeback. <laughs> Little did I know that wearing that shirt would curse us, and I had to go back to the Trubisky jersey. Right. Yeah, no, I'm considering getting a Bulls jersey next. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anything else we got, or? Uh. Oh yeah, my other two. My other two. I have an Eddie Jackson home jersey. I have a Darnell Mooney away jersey. I have a Robert, a Robbie Gold Forty ers jersey after he hit the field goal against Green Bay because I oh, thought Rodgers was done, and uh, <laughs> that that didn't happen. And uh, and um. What else? What you, what else do you call it? Uh, and then I have a Seiya Suzuki Wrigleyville. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, I was considering. I'm I'm just, I'm trying to consider what I what jersey I want to ask for, because I seem to have a jersey curse. Because when I got the Mitchell Trubisky jersey, he did not do well after that. When I got the Eddie Jackson jersey. Not only did he change numbers, but he hasn't had an interception since I got that jersey. And in fact, say Suzuki started to cool down after I got his jersey. And Robbie Gold, well, he hasn't really buy played. an Aaron Rodgers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Robbie Gold, um, he hasn't played yet, so I don't know about that. The buy only one that's avoided the curse is Mooney because he had a, a thousand yard season after I got his jersey. Which means that if I did get a Rodgers jersey, he'd probably pull some bullshit and find a way to break the season single season passing yard record. <laughs> yeah, I was considering also getting a Bulls jersey, but I didn't know which one to get, so I ended up going with uh Eddie and or not Eddie. Uh, shoot, what jersey did I go with it? Oh no, I want this with the Suzuki. I could have chosen Seiya or a Bulls, and I didn't have. And I've watched more baseball than Bulls this past year, so I decided to choose Seiya. 
though looking I'm back thinking, on it, I probably should have chosen like Nico Horner. Uh, uh, what's his name? Shoot, I forgot his. I forgot what it. Uh, Morel, one of those two. But by the time I asked for it, neither one was doing really well at the time. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go for a Derrick Rose jersey. Uh, Derrick Rose sounds good. You're getting all the old jerseys and not like any current players. Yeah, because yeah, I only get uh, you know a lot, so much jersey money per per year here. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta. It's one hundred percent safer to get an old player's jersey than it is a new player's jersey. You gotta add the. You gotta add to the collection slowly. Yep. All right, I think that's gonna be it for this one. Uh, All right. We are once again, and at some point, we're going to abruptly cu- uh, cut out. Um, because that's but, just our thing now. Yeah, you know, it could be now, could be later, could. Even be welcome to a recording that should have been done like 30 minutes ago, but unfortunately, I fell asleep and then I woke back up and then I realized, oh shoot, we were supposed to record and now we're back. Yeah, that's the long thing to say. So, today we're covering uh, Saturday's preseason game and then. The Roquan Smith saga uh, continues again, again. Yeah. So, um, just some uh, early notes. Uh, by three p.m. Tuesday, um, which is probably going to be that deadline's probably going to be passed by the time this episode comes out. Um, rosters are supposed to be cut from ninety to eighty-five. And so uh, Bears fans, pick your favorite undrafted free agent and start to riot. Demontre Tuggle. <laughs> no. Yeah, incoming Demontre Tuggle riot. Um, but uh, essentially, we already cut Carson Taylor, who apparently was supposed to be like, "Oh yeah, this guy's gonna win a roster spot," and then he's like our first cut. Yeah, and uh, guess who's back? Yeah, John Alexander is apparently John back. Alexander is back. Apparently, he's back. So that means we have to cut five more players. I think it'll be Kevin Shaw, uh, <laughs> Rice Sean, Demontre Tuggle, and uh, oh, there's got to be two more. Who played bad? I would like to say in Simba, but I've heard, or I guess his name is actually Simba. I keep calling him in Simba. I, I think. Dad Are you eating? <laughs> Are you eating? I I have not eaten all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds like that one like Zoom meme where the guy's like eating a bag of chips like insanely loudly. No, it's it's uh it's an ice cream bar, which is not the most nutritious dinner. But you got to do what you got to do when you can't use the microwave at eleven or so on. And it's midnight. <laughs> this is later yeah, than midnight. It's midnight. Good lord! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> it's, later, it's later than the other two recordings. There are a couple <laughs> podcasters that I know that record at three a.m., but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Wait, so do they stay up late or get up early for that? Because that that seems hmm. they stay up late because they get up at like eleven. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I never like get up past like ten thirty. Like that's that's kind of my peak for sleeping in, Loki. I asked White Sox City because we because a few hours ago we recorded a baseball, our last baseball one, and I asked them if you wanted to come back on later. 
for this one. And uh, he said he had school tomorrow. Oh. Apparently he had school today, too, so. I don't start till Thursday. I start Friday. Don't ask why I go back Friday. It's such a weird thing. I know. Why do they always schedule it like the middle of the week? I think uh, the reason I'm going back Friday is because with my school, it's a private school. So, like, we do a fundraiser. And uh, oh. if we get if we reach uh, our fifty thousand dollar goal, which normally we do, we get the two like we get the Tuesday off before Thanksgiving, so we get four days off that week. Yeah, I don't know anymore. I'm starting Thursday. I'm a public school, so what's yeah. going on? There? Public school used to be all five days, and now it's uh, three. Apparently, like for the that. apparently for like the largest donor or something like that for my school fundraiser, you get free tickets to a Bears game, which is probably in the nosebleeds, and it would probably cost less to buy the tickets online than actually like. <laughs> well, actually, this is and this is Soldier Field they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's let's cover this uh, preseason game here. Yeah, so I was at this game, and uh, it was a pain. It was painful to get there. We won't talk about what how long it took to get there, <laughs> just because of, of of the traffic and all that stuff going to Soldier Field. Yet another reason they need to move to Arlington Heights. Please, just get out of there. And uh, oh yeah, the <laughs> we don't have to spend too much time, but the field conditions were uh, reported on. Yeah. And uh, future Bear, J.T. Treader, called it a disgrace. So he's definitely signing here. For sure, for sure. Um, so let's uh, start with some, like, winners and losers, I guess. Uh, Braxton Jones was actually solid, but uh, for some reason we only put him, like, five snaps. Um, Fields looked pretty good for what he had, really. He didn't really have uh, – he had seven attempts, four for seven, and I believe ten rushing yards. Yeah, I think at the end of that slide – we won't talk about that. You won't talk oh, about but... that. Yeah, no, he looked. I one thing that definitely looked improved was his kind of like tight window accuracy. Tajay um, Sharp put that sideline catch. Yeah, Tajay Sharp, and he did throw Mooney open a bit, like in order to make that catch. I I feel like. I, I could see a bit of a difference in how fast he's getting the ball out, but it's with stuff like that, it's kind of hard, to, like a bit hard to recognize in real time. Um, he's looking for the checkdown a lot more too, which I liked as well because he he did. That's one of his flaws last year. He did take a lot of deep shots, like unnecessary deep shots. But yeah, although like to be fair, most of those were uh, like with under two minutes left, down by two scores, trying to do something. That's true, yeah. All right, so anyways, Mahomes diced up our defense in his one drive, going 60 yards and a touchdown to Blake Bell, who nobody knows. And uh, weirdly, it was up the middle, which is usually where a linebacker plays. And uh, we'll actually get to a linebacker who actually performed well yesterday. Or not yesterday, Jesus Christ. By the time, actually right now, it's about to turn into... Three days ago. Three days ago. It's currently two days ago. And in just about like 30 seconds, it's going to turn to three days ago. Anyways, so yeah. Um, now we're about we're two days away from the next game in Seattle. 
is right now, actually. Milos um, um, Jones is expected to play, finally. Good. Kyler Gordon's also back. Kendall Vildor is back. How funny would it be if Vildor just out of nowhere could deliver, like, an amazing cornerback season? I was told coming out of college he was the best college, he was the best defensive back you didn't know about. He is he is not that. He's not him. But yeah, no. If, um, if he had the greatest like cornerback season season of all time, our uh, our podcast would be uh, bankrupt. <laughs> oh yeah, we can start making advertisements now. I don't know if we'll make advertisements or not. Depends. Depends on how much money I get in my next paycheck. They still have not paid me. I, I should probably figure that out. But um, I won't even talk about. I I work two do- two jobs. I won't even talk about the one job. It's uh, I won't even talk about it. Anyways, uh, second quarter. Uh, Shane Buscelli uh scored a touchdown on us. Um, he actually was like looking fine. Um, then incoming Jaquan Brisker. Well, Brisker had dominated the whole game when even when Chad, I, Chad, the Chiefs played Chad Henney for like one drive too. Like, how important is Chad Henney that you only need to play him for one drive? Franchise cornerstone, Chad Henney. So shit, and then in comes Dustin Crum. <laughs> Dustin Crum, who is this? Like, I'm sitting at Soldier Field, and I'm, like, looking around because they don't announce when a new quarterback or new guys are in the game, right? So, and, like, they have B. Shelley's stats up. And then, like, this random guy that nobody's ever heard of before comes up, and it's like, who is this? And then he, like, and then he runs, like, 10 yards, which is, like, somehow the Chiefs' the longest rusher at that point, up to that point. And it's, like, Dustin Crum. Like, who is this man? <laughs> But yeah, Dustin Chrome came in, and then Jaquan Brisker displayed one of the most impressive, like, defensive sequences I've seen from a Chicago Bear in honestly quite a while. So he um had a hit on Sky Moore, then a TFL, and then a pass breakup all in one drive. And like, I'm pretty sure that was on back to back to back plays. Yeah, he forced his own three and out pretty much, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, Bears football is back when they go three and out on their fir- on the first drive of the game, and then give up a touchdown the next drive. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jaquan Brisker basically forced his own three out by like himself by playing edge rusher, uh, cornerback, and linebacker all in like three different plays. Um, sure, it helps to have an inside linebacker that isn't a crybaby. And I was we'll talking about, I was talking about this with my dad earlier. We'll get to the, well, actually, no, we'll hold off to this. For a second, we'll finish up the game. So, uh, Daz Newsom first ha- first half of the game, Daz Newsom had absolutely zero dog in him, and he looked like he was going to be cut. And then he just came out of nowhere in the second half to catch a touchdown pass. Actually, the first touchdown was from Tristan Ebner. Uh, yeah, Ebner went uh, six. Oh, Ebner had a very yeah, very good six carries, well. thirty one yards. Uh, Clue Herbert did not really impress at a couple of drops. Apparently, it was on the jugs machine for forty five minutes before practice today, which is insane. Anyway, so, so Ebner get, catches that. Uh, Jack Sanborn, uh, who might, if Roquan does get traded, he might be the guy. Uh, he uh, he came in with I think the third team or yeah, third team defense, 
got an interception, got like another TFL, played great. It was a toss up for Brisker and Sanborn for player of the game. But by the, by the time uh, the game had ended, the followers had voted Brisker, but I later checked on it and it was actually Sanborn in the end that everyone voted on. But it's like too late. You should have been there within the fire. All the time. But yeah, the Sandman had a good game. Um, I think he he'll make the team. This one guy. I, no, I I think he's probably. I probably I believe he'd like make the team during training camp. But yeah, this just kind of solidified it. I think. Uh, I think I saw somewhere he's with this. He was with the second team now. Oh yeah, Tevin Jenkins actually had a pretty solid game as well. Um. Yeah, I, I think Jenkins is kind of a developmental piece for us. I think yeah. Reef a start. They tried. They tried him out at right guard today in practice. Apparently, he did pretty well. But yeah, I feel like they're gonna kind of try everything with Jenkins, see where he fits best, and just kind of use him there, and kind of work his way in slowly through the throughout the year. Oh yeah, Carlos Santos also hit a field goal to give us the lead. Uh, this comes after. Uh, force fumble from uh, Mike Pennell. If you guys remember, Jeremiah Tachi was released from this man. Um, yeah, uh, local Bears trivia question, Mike Pennell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was like three Chiefs fans like sitting in front of us. They were all like kids, and then the, and then like the one kid's mom was a Bears fan. Well, she's a 49ers fan, and then followed, and then followed like somebody here to the Bears or something like that. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Anyways, um, yeah. So the kid had a uh, shirt on it, and on the back it was like the Chiefs Super Bowl, and it was like players on like the Chiefs team, and Mike Pennell was on that was on that team, and I like, and I looked out and I saw it. And I'm like, Bears legend Mike Pennell is he playing today? <laughs> I also spotted Vilas Jones and Justin Fields on the sideline talking, which means they're automatically going for 1,000 yards. Oh, yeah. Nope. Easily. Oh, yeah, and then Santa set a field goal in the second half. Other notable performers, uh, Trevor Simeon had a good game. We're not going to reveal his new nickname here, but it's that's not PG-13. Um. <laughs> My dad asked why we called him that. And I'm like, it just fits with his name. Don't even question it. <laughs> Nathan Peterman almost got picked off. But he had, a, he had the stiff arm of the year. Um, yeah, he had a good run. Uh, in terms of rushing, our top rusher was Justin Ebner. Six carries, 31 yards. Um, Khalil Herbert and uh, Darrington Evans both won seven carries, 20 yards. Newsom had a nice end around. Fields had that one play where he slid. Equinemius St. Brown barely played, but he got that end around. Oh, and Demontre Tuggles. <laughs> He's gone. I guarantee you. Bears hero, Demontre <laughs> Tuggles. Demontre Tuggles was like if Ryan Nall never found that dude. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, Demontre Tuggles is just Ryan Nall. If Ryan Nall never had that dirt. <laughs> <laughs> right no why am I laughing at this shit it's like midnight now so I'm gonna forget the stupidest shit now <laughs> we got alright who else 
All right, yeah, Taji Sharp, the Darn Armuni. Oh, yeah, let's go. Gutsy play call by Luke Getzi to go for the uh, fourth and two. Throw a deep ball to Dante Pettis for 25 yards, and then the next play, Daz Newsome gets open for a touchdown. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and you see, uh, Matt Nagy would have punted on fourth and inches, which, by the way, he did. <laughs> That's not oh, an yeah, exaggeration. Yeah, speaking of punters, Trenton Gill. Oh, my God. Trenton Gill is, is Jesus. Jesus, he is punt Jesus. He's actually good. But yeah, my cut predictions now. Since we, I guess we signed, we signed John Alexander, uh, so we have to cut five. Um, hmm. I think for this week it'll be um, Kevin Shaw because like he, he's a he's a training camp legend. Honestly, Kevin Shaw, not training camp, a uh, OTA legend. Um, Chris Finky, I think. Oh no, Fink. Fink, Fink made an 18 yard catch. I think he survives another week. Uh, let's see. Rice and John. Rice and John. Um, Demontre Tuggle. <laughs> no. <laughs> I swear, every year, Bears fans pick like one practice squad guy and like will die on that hill. <laughs> Remember Rodney Adams? Yeah. Somebody compared Tajay Sharp to Rodney Adams. Oh, no. It was Eric Lambert, so. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Bo Peake. <laughs> yeah, best name award, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't think he'll make a roster. He didn't, um, he didn't uh, have a good tackling game. Neither did Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, I, he might, he could be gone too. And then one more guy is probably some like random offensive lineman. Don't we have a backup punter? No, we already cut that man. Uh, do we have? We cut our backup long snapper. Um. Yeah, because Pat Scales is just goaded. Did we cut our backup kicker? Uh, what was his name? Don't remember. Probably gone. Do we even have a backup kicker? I feel like we did for a little bit. Um, I thought we did. Uh, I thought we like picked what up a guy. Ryan Willis? What? What happened to Ryan Willis? Uh, oh yeah, he was cut like earlier in the off season. Okay, he's not an option. Um, I was hoping he would get into that Seahawks game, Ryan Willis. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? I'm taking a look at the roster right now. Let's see. Probably a D tackle. I feel like we have a few, like a lot of practice squad D tackles. I know. I think Peterman's probably going to be on the practice squad. Uh, Peterman's not leaving. We need a QB three. Oh my um, god! It's simple Webster. Yeah. He needs to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll go with Insane sure. I don't think he'll be gone yet, but I think he'll be gone later. Doug Kramer had a horrible game. But Doug Kramer pool noodle. Sorry, Jake Tongs. You have the same birthday as me, but like you're gone. <laughs> oh yeah, Jake Tongs is gone. Oh. <laughs> we have an actual Tristan Ebner. I think Tristan Ebner low key might have just ended a few careers, which is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Gene Delance. He never played, and uh, Trevon Coley got two sacks, and Michael Dutreadway got a sack, and uh. Dominique Robertson, like, fast. 
you go first. Uh, so, uh, Kairos Tonga was playing with the starters. Tonga. Tonga. How's Tonga, Tonga already 26? Tonga. No, Tonga. Tonga, Tonga, Tonga. So Marquise Gates apparently had a good game. I didn't really notice him much. Then again, I couldn't really see who else is out there. Remember Sam Kamara? Is he still with us? <laughs> he is. I don't know. If Caleb Johnson goes, we go with him and his hot girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Shufflers made a comment the other day on a story. We don't need to bring it up. Next topic. (laughs) Next topic. We're moving on. So how about St. Omni? Um, Travis Gibson brought a Stormbreaker axe to uh, the game. Oh, yeah. Travis Gibson, Thor. Devontae Harris, who is this man? (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a few candidates. Um, There's a bunch of defensive backs that we don't need. Jason Stanley might go because he got injured last week. We still have D-Virgin? No, D-Virgin is gone. No! <laughs> hey, we do have Elijah Hicks, though. Uh, Hicks stays. He's a, he's a draft pick. Mm-hmm. And he's enthusiastic. That would be sad to see. Yeah, it would be sad. Dude, Michael Joseph's been on this team forever. Michael Joseph and DeAndre Houston. He hasn't actually there. played in an NFL game, though. <laughs> <laughs> D- yeah, I, for reference, I just want to bring this up. Um, DHC has outlived Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Prince Amukamara, Kyle Fuller, um, Mitch Trubisky, Tariq Cohen. I I can keep going. It's honestly quite ridiculous. Um, the fact that this front office still resigned him, like he he brings he, good special teams value, and he had and he had a, he was a decent safety last year too. When he played. Yeah, he was, but hopefully there's no chance. But he has the potential to live Roquan, outlive Roquan Smith. I don't know how. I don't know why. DHC, the immortal. But don't let's, have time with it. That's a great, that's a great um, transition into St. Omni. Oh, boy. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we could uh, smack a few first-round picks out of some teams here because we got our tampering thing. Yeah, so uh, I, I think last time we kind of brought it up. I think because yeah, it was it wasn't that long ago. Um, we brought it up. So if if we didn't, well then here's just a quick recap. So Roquan requested a trade about a week ago. Um. Uh, yeah. So Roquan requested a, tra- a trade. This is just a full timeline. Contracts polls comes out. Apparently, the Bears have offered him nineteen million a year, which is like a good deal. According to other well, NFL sources, the contract sources. was pretty backloaded, which is why Roquan did not take it. No, um, I have a different. I there's a different reason why I think Roquan didn't take it, and somebody brought it up. What um, is it? I'll bring it up in a second, and then I'm just giving the whole time real quick. And then some a, pair, a few days ago, it came out that some dude was calling on behalf of Roquan, and um, today, uh, the NFL sent a memo not to um, interact with these tampering things. And then I was listening at the 670 to the score uh, when I was driving. And uh, essentially, um, one of the guys on the show, I think I think it's Parker and Spiegel. I don't know. I can't exactly remember who, what show it was. But um, one guy is essentially was sent to track down the dude who's named St. Omni. 
This is the dude that is apparently calling teams on behalf of Roquan Smith. And with that, uh, he does not, he's not a licensed NFL agent, which is why he can't call on teams. So essentially, he works at some place that, like, is, it's a very mysterious place. He's a mysterious man. That's what we know. Because when the dude contacted the place, the assistant to one of the guys, who apparently also had a weird name, I can't even remember it, but the assistant to that, to like the head person, confirmed that St. Omni worked for the company, but was never in the office and never in the same place twice. Which is... <laughs> try th- try reading all that. <laughs> so, in other case, a uh, contract pulled out has turned into a Scooby-Doo mystery. Um, <laughs> who is St. Omni? <laughs> I think we I think we all know uh, the man who's pulling the strings. Yeah, uh, Pie and Race. Um, no, I think his name is Nat Maggie. Nat um, Maggie, yeah, that could be a tip. I mean, there was a report that no. uh, a certain Aww. bald there was a report that a certain bald man in red and yellow uh, colors uh, hugged Roquan after the game on Saturday and said something to his ear in which Roquan nodded like with a smile with a smirk on his face. Aww. I think you all know which I think you all know which bald man we're talking about here. It's the only bald man that ruined our lives for four years. Uh Yeah, so um, we currently have a intriguing situation here. Who is Saint Omni? And also, um, the theory that I have as to why Roquan didn't take the deal is like my dad brought it up. Like, yeah, if it's backloaded, they could cut him like get three years into the deal, and he'd lose out of money. I don't think it's super backloaded. I think the way it's backloaded, it's helped. It's like kind of how like the salary cap keeps rising, so like it's kind of going according to the salary cap, so it kind of maintains, like, because if if the... So, like, if a contract is $19 million straight up for all five years, right? Let's just say Brooklyn signs a five-year, $19 million, etc. If it's just straight up, then the value of that contract, like, the money he's making relative to the cap goes down, Whereas if it's slightly backloaded, so that's relative with how the cap grows, it'll like go up. I don't know, or it will stay stable. I don't know that. Try and follow that. It. I don't think it's like a deal where Roquan's making like five million, like twenty mil, like the last year, or twenty five mil. I think the reason though, and this is why, I think he. This is. I don't think it's because of the backload that he's holding out. The Bears have apparently put in a clause that protects them if Roquan has off-the-field issues, and this is what's the holdup. Oh, boy. Roquan does not want that clause. Is it it the thing I think that you're you're suggesting here? I'm – we won't talk about – I think – okay, I think I know why they – which is – Not the TikTok thing. I don't think it's about the TikTok thing. I think the thing with Roquan is just the fact that he, like, th- like he disappeared in 2019 for one week. I mean, it seems like he's had some off the field like troubles, like cry, ba- cry baby, boat, 
boat <laughs> incident. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't necessarily think he did anything wrong there. Every um, time he goes on a boat, he comes back harder, better, faster, stronger. Um, I think the thing is, I think the Bears are worried about like, or you could you could think of it, you could think it's like this because we don't know we haven't really seen Ryan Poles give out like an extension to anybody yet, like a big contract to anybody. I mean, the biggest contract I think he's given out was like Lucas Patrick. I think it was supposed to be Larry, but. He never signed. Yeah, it was going to be Larry, but he never signed. So this, so you could easily, just in any contract, just put a clause saying just avoid off-the-field issues and you're good. And any any normal player would take that deal. Roquan, on the other hand, apparently has a problem with having a clause about off-the-field issues. Which, if you can't agree to not have any off-the-field issues... I don't know what you're doing. Like that's such a simple contract that because all you have to sign, all you have to sign is just say, "I will play. I will focus and play football. Just do that. You don't cause yourself trouble. Don't try and like say, oh, they're not negotiating good faith, because you don't want to be restricted into what you like, so that you can like." Getting like trouble and stuff. Like, come on! Like, you got you. You can't not sign a contract because of of an off the field issue clause. That's true. Yeah, and I don't. And I don't think this is about the TikTok incident. We won't get into that. I think that might play a part in it, though. Like, you can't really ignore it. Like, I I don't care how. Like truth if you're Ryan Poles you have to take that seriously like it's just a matter of like for your team's safety like you understand yeah like I think the thing with it though is is nothing really ever came of it like the person the person who made it it kind of like their whole account just seemed like like it it seemed suspicious but like again if you're a general manager you have to take like everything like very seriously and like analyze that and it's it's it i do think that played a part in i don't think it's all of it but it 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 played a part yeah it's probably um because somebody brought this up because i because people probably heard about the the about fernando tessie's being suspended but they essentially said what somebody said about that situation is that um when he was is they thought he wasn't ever injured. He was just suspended because of the whole like drugs thing. What I think could have happened with Roquan is he could have been like when he was on pup, he could have been suspended for like some reason, like from doing the team, and that's why they had them on p on pup, or it was just a reason to uh, keep him quiet about the contract. But we don't know. I don't know. It's just weird how this whole thing has spiraled so out of control. Like this past week, it's like it was all it, at first. It was all about just negotiations. Um, it's all okay. It's just, it's like it seemed like just like two weeks ago. It's like okay, Roquan's in a contract year. They're probably working on an extension. Shouldn't be too much. Should be somewhere between like six, like fifteen, twenty mil a year, right? Well. 
now this is whole turned turned into a whole thing where we're trying to track down who the hell Saint Omni is. It's it's been a weird weird off season. It's I mean, mostly this has been the entire off season just Broquan Smith news. And yeah, if I'm being a little honest, I'm kind of sick of it, dude. I just want a definitive answer here. It's well, and then teams won't give up a lot for him, honestly. No, they won't. They're not going to give up. I, I'm, I'm going to be real here. I don't think we're going to get a first out of Roquan. I really don't. Yeah, I think Schefter said that they're going to be. It's going to be hard to find a team that will give for. And like with Roquan, is that really the best move for you? Because who says they'll extend you to what you want? Like as much as I love Roquan, and don't get me wrong, he is the best player on this team without a doubt in my mind. Well, we'll see how the players think if Robert Quinn might be better. By the way, top one hundred NFL top one hundred. David Montgomery sits comes into the for the first time at ninety eight. That was kind of surprising. Roquan That's at eighty four. Yeah, but I I don't think that a middle linebacker is going to get a lot of value in the market. Yeah. It's not like, especially currently with the wide receiver inflation that's been like going ridiculous and it, obviously offensive bias. I mean, it's just, it is what it is, dude. Defensive players aren't getting traded like what they used to. We're not going to get a clear deal out of this yet. Like, no. Um, what was I going to say? And even if Roquan does agree to an extension, who knows if he'll be ready by week one. That's the thing. This has gone on for about, what, a month and a half now? Yeah. He literally modeled the orange kit or the orange jersey and uh, and then dipped. <laughs> yeah, that- pretty much. Like... July 24th, they unveiled the orange jerseys with Roquan. And uh, one week ago, it uh, wasn't really accurate, let me see. And then literally the next day, it was reported that he was not going to report to training camp because of the contract. Yeah, no, it's it's been going on for exactly about a month now. And it's just, there's... It's yeah. been... kind of exhausting at this point. Just get this over with. Eh. I think we lost him. It appears we lost shufflers, unfortunately. 